Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Weekly Awesome Podcast. I am Maya. And I'm Krista. <laughs> okay, here we go. Second week of January, and we already have an insurrection at the Capitol building. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw a meme that was like, um, 2020, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> like 21, holding, holding a can of beer. I'm like, oh, fuck. Here we go. Well, I mean, come on, people. It's... 2021 it's nothing's changed after january 1st it's just a date still same old shit but i guess i mean what january 6th you saw you're the one that called me oh i know when everything was going down because i was upstairs in my bedroom putting away laundry jess was downstairs in an office working and then she comes at the bottom of the stairs and she's like holy shit babe right and like her tone was i was like who just died or you know like someone was in a car accident I don't know she goes they're storming the capitol building and I was like what the fuck who because I didn't know what was going I mean I knew there was like protest but I was off the news all day long I did not know what was going on and so that I immediately had to call you after we just got done recording our conspiracy theory episode yeah (laughs) that's how it goes right (laughs) god what did you feel when I called you and told you that well, because I know that they had, they were all over social media. They were talking about, like, especially on TikTok, um, there was a lot of TikTokers that were talking about how the right wings and conservatives and the Trump supporters were going to go to Jan- on January 6th, go down um, and do not go down there. Do not counter protest. These people are j- dangerous, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, I think everybody kind of knew this shit was going to happen. It was, it's been bubbling for weeks now. Um, you know, and yeah, I mean, it didn't surprise me. What really surprised me, what though, was the lack of, I guess, support some of those officers had regarding the safety of that building and the security of that building. Like they just rushed right in there. And I've seen the tapes, and I know a lot of the tapes um, that are circling through like the main media, like CNN, MSNBC, Fox, all that, they show a lot of videos of, you know, the people storming in there. And, you know, it's a lot of people just kind of walking around like, okay, now we're in here. What are we going to do? <laughs> but right. a lot of the, yeah, a lot of the cops kind of just stood there like, okay, but that's what I saw some videos online um, of some of the stuff that was happening in the actual crowd. And there was a lot of violence, way more violence that was portrayed on the main, main media. The Go more ahead. videos that are coming out are like, <clears throat> are nuts, you know, and they're going to keep coming because, you know, there was a million people that were there that's a million phones that were out and people right now probably just scared to show videos because it's getting people arrested. (laughs) But I mean, there was videos I saw of the cops opening the gates for people, you know, there's some, some sketchy shit that was going on behind the scenes. I don't know if like, you know, these people were on Trump's payroll or what it was, but I mean, they did nothing to stop them. And then Mm -hmm. there was that poor defenseless black cop that was in the building with his baton and pepper spray did you see that video of them chasing him? Yeah. He uh he actually say he possibly could have saved some of the the lives of those congressmen and women. He led them into a different um chamber or different quarter of the building as opposed to where the senator the senators and the congress people were at, but well thank God for him. Yeah, I couldn't finish the video cuz like I started it and as soon as he like started to turn or something like that, I was like, "Nope, I don't need to watch this cuz I know what happens next." Mm-hmm. Um but it's just it was all a bunch of bullshit to me yeah and I just 
you know, and that woman, Ashley Babbitt, who got shot, people are now saying, um, like, hashtag say her name, injustice for Ashley Babbitt. I'm like, where was this, where was this energy when Breonna Taylor was shot? She's the original say her name. Don't take anything away from Breonna Taylor for this dumb fucking twat who was told seven times to stand down, stand back. And then as she lunged, you can watch the video, as she lunged, she got shot. Do not disgrace Breonna Taylor by saying, say her name about Ashley Babbitt. They're different. I'm pretty heated. (laughs) They're on comparable situations by far. Let's say this would have happened five years ago, 10 years ago, and it was a smaller group of people or even just one or two people storming the Capitol building like that, trying Mm -hmm. to breaking windows, breaking in, being asked to stand down. They would have been shot immediately and they would have also been deemed a, a domestic terrorist up there with Timothy McVeigh, the Unabomber, a number of other uh, white males <laughs> that are local to the United States of America. Domestic mm-hmm. terror. So, I mean, yeah, these, I think everybody should get federal charges and be in prison for quite some time regarding this. You didn't see any of the Black Lives Matter protests. We didn't even think about it doing anything like that ever there were and they they killed a cop there i don't think there was one black lives matter protest in all of america through the whole summer of 2020 that there was a cop that ended up losing its life losing their life you got one protest by these trump supporters and that that are actually a lot of them are uh, blue lives matter supporters. I saw some blue lives matter flags there. And then they were going against cops. And then one ended up dying from, uh, I think a head injury from a fire extinguisher. Let's talk about some of the, how some of these people die, right? There was one, uh, did you hear about how some of these people died? Yeah. Them, did you hear about the guy with the taser? <laughs> yeah. The one that tasered his balls and had a heart attack. Yep. Um, a woman died. She, I guess she was uh, carrying around a don't tread on me flag and she ended up getting trampled to death. I mean, the irony there is just, I mean, it's terrible. You don't want anybody to die. Um, But at the same time, like that kind of goes back to what we were talking about in our last episode with like the whole misinformation on online and where these people are getting this information, you know, QAnon, there's a lot of QAnon supporters there. I feel like these people really did think that they were doing something good for our nation, but what, what's the outcome? I want to know what their goal is. The Black Lives Matter protests, there was an end goal in mind, and that was to defund the police, which is an entity that is abusing its privileges and, and, and the rights of Americans, you know, especially like people of color, for fucking hundreds of years. Right. Yeah. I know that's what I was uh, saying to Jess the other day. I was like, all of our protests we did for racial injustice, right? Yep. There was there was a goal. We were fucking marching for a purpose. I said, and all of these people at the Capitol were throwing a fucking tantrum. That's all yeah. that was to me. It was a big fucking tantrum. I mean, it just makes my my entire body just like fill up with goosebumps when I talk about it. It's just it's it's just insane. What's- it was a bunch of white people that were pissed about their fucking god Donald Trump losing. Yeah. And their rights being taken away. I saw one, someone was talking about, God, what was it? I just don't understand really what their goal is. I mean, they lost the election, plain and simple. There's no evidence behind um, Trump's loss that says he actually won. 
um by the electoral vote he he lost the same way that hillary lost last election like so shut the fuck up dude but what are these people talking about in regard like i want to know why they're so upset i don't know they feel like their rights are being taken away i i just i don't know it's just it drives me crazy and you mentioned the you know blue lives matter and these are the people that were screaming blue lives matter at the top of their lungs when we you know black lives matter were marching and they have had zero respect for any authority that was there mm-hmm well, and that uh, woman, Babbitt, was shot and killed the same way they justify people of color being killed by police all the time. They should exactly. have listened to the cops. They shouldn't have resisted arrest, et cetera, et cetera. She did the complete opposite. So, I mean, if she was a police situation outside of the Capitol building and she was coming at a police officer like that, she would have been shot and killed there as well. But since this was in the Capitol building, I mean, what was the goal once they got past those doors? What would she have done? There was some guy that had zip ties, thick ass zip ties. What was he? I'm assuming his goal was to grab some of those senators and Congress men and women and what hold them hostage, kill them. And none of them had masks on. I mean, shit. None of them had masks on. So of course you're going to get picked out of a crowd and, and sent to prison. They should. Yeah, I know. And they're like, it was Antifa. People were like, it was Antifa. Like, Antifa would have been smart enough to wear a mask and hide their face. <laughs> yeah. I saw, I did, you, did you actually watch the video of her getting shot? Yes. Yeah. I shorted. She had a, from what I saw, it looked like she had a Trump 2020 flag wrapped around her neck like a cape, like a superhero. Like a superhero. That's what that, that and that just goes back to this guy um, promoting violence. I mean, they ha- they had that thing before that uh, little rally he had before where they all marched down. Mm-hmm. And he just sat in a little tent with his family like they were watching a football game. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't I don't wish death on anybody. I think that's I mean, I don't have that kind of hate in my heart, but. I have no remorse for what happened to her and she should have known better, you know, especially as a veteran and as somebody who loved her country, you know what I mean? Like she should have fucking known better. Um, I have uh, a friend who has a friend who is a police officer who did uh, vote for Donald Trump both, you know, four years ago and then this year. Um, And he is very much like obviously Blue Lives Matter because he's a police officer, but has the mentality that Black Lives Matter protests aren't protests, but they're riots. And, you know, we're out for violence and blood. And then as soon as Ashley Babbitt was killed, he was up in arms about like, why would the police shoot her? She was unarmed. She was this and that. And my friend, fortunately, who's a great advocate for me was like, where was this where was this upset when A, B, and C happened over the last six months, you know, or last year when people yep. were, you know, getting arrested and murdered for zero reason? Where was your upset for that? Um, so again, and he's also a veteran and a police officer. So <clears throat> I don't know. There's a lot of. Oh, so he's a police officer issues. that's out here protecting and serving and protecting our society. And he has these, he's these values. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, and, that, and, that, and there's a reason why Spokane is the fifth deadliest police um, 
force in the nation. The fifth deadliest in the nation, Spokane, Washington, folks. You know, over 90% of the United States police force voted for Donald Trump, mm-hmm. which makes my stomach just turn. I'm like, you guys aren't here for me. You guys aren't here for me. <laughs> you never yeah. will be. Yep. Uh, well, and a lot of those people were at that rally. A lot of um, police officers that were, what is it? They were not working at the time. What's the word? <laughs> off duty. <laughs> a lot of them were off duty police officers that were at that rally. So, oh, I yeah. Mean, what, so what are the, um, oh man. What are the consequences for a lot of these, these off duty police officers? These are the ones that are out here trying to protect people and enforce the laws on society. And here they have these biases um, these weird beliefs and values could possibly get a lot of people hurt and, and they are getting people hurt. People are getting hurt. People are dying. A lot of people of color are dying. And this is something that we, this is the reason why there is Black Lives Matter. Yep. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. What is on your agenda for the rest of the day today? Oh, today. I don't know. I'm feeling really motivated. I want to do something. I want to kind of, I've been stuck at home for weeks on end. Um, and with this last quarantine, especially this last quarantine, it's so much different than summertime versus winter. Like you can get out and go ride your bike, hang out with some friends, social distance outside, et cetera, et cetera. But now we're, we're like stuck in our home. I have, I did find and I think I was going to talk to you about it. I found a new uh, docu-series. I don't know if you're like murder shit. But it's- Wait, stop. Is it? Is it called Night Stalker? Yes, it is. Did you start watching it? <laughs> Just when I started and finished it last night. <laughs> Shut up. I'm only on episode three. Oh, man. Oh, it's good, right? I don't know. So you guys watched the whole thing yesterday? Yeah, yeah. So we didn't realize it was only four episodes. You notice like a, sh- a short series. And so oh. we look at how many episodes are left. And we're like, oh, there's only one left. Like we can stay at past 10 tonight. <laughs> and so we watched episode four. And then I was like laying in bed. Well, Justin, I walked around the house to make sure all the doors were locked, the windows were locked. And we're like, I'm like, how do I go to sleep? Because Jess can fall asleep watching this kind of like the crime, true crime. I can fall asleep watching, like, I mean, I don't know, Spongebob. <laughs> well, let's, let's just kind of preface it a little bit for anybody that hasn't seen it, and we're probably going to ruin a little bit of it, but I haven't finished well, Spoiler it. alert. Spoiler to anybody that hasn't seen Night Stalker, you might not want to listen to the next five minutes. I've, I heard about this murder or this uh, serial killer. I remember hearing about a Night Stalker, blah, blah, blah. But it was a serial killer and rapist and kidnapper in like the mid 1980s in Los Angeles and around the Los Angeles area. And oh my gosh, well, what they were talking about was was uh, that they'd never seen before a serial killer that really didn't have what a, a profile. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't have, like, a, have a victim. Like there was no victimology. I think that's the right term. I watch a lot of. Um, criminal minds so i'm getting that from that show but yeah he had no like same type of victim same type of mo 
he just was all over the place. I mean, from from six year old kids to oh, damn near ninety year old women. So, and okay. like you said, breaking and entering, guns, knives, strangulation, like oh. he did it all. Well, and he also, what I thought was weird, and they brought it up too, was how he kidnapped children and molested them and then let them go. You're you're a sick human to do that too, but on top of like murder and everything else. But kind of going back to that whole like 1980s vibe where people even in Los Angeles, I don't know, I know a lot of them were like through the window and stuff, but a lot of people like left their doors unlocked or it was just, it seemed like really easy to get into these people's houses. He just, yeah, and they were sleeping, had no idea he was coming in. And um, did you hear the part about his childhood yet? I, don't, I think it was no. before episode four. Okay, then I won't say anything. But after you find out what happened in his childhood, I think that's the reason he did what he did to the six-year-olds and then let them go. Anyways, you'll find out. Damn, we yeah. should definitely have a whole episode on true crime because there's so much shit out there. I'm from North Dakota, small town, well, smaller town, about 45, 50,000 people growing up. And it was very, very safe there. I only heard of one murder happening in my lifetime there. And it was um, a female that was stabbed in her apartment when we were like 19, right? So I went my whole life not hearing anything, any kind of murders or anything like that. So coming out to Spokane, I know this sounds ridiculous. And this is just what that kind of like that bubble I talk about when you live in like a small town or grow up in a small town around the same type of people, you kind of get like this, I guess this misconception and super, I guess, naive and ignorance associated with like what's outside on the world outside of that, even like Spokane. Cause I grew up, my mom grew up here in Spokane. So hearing about the Robert Yates serial killer murders, we'd kind of follow that. Um, you know, this is her hometown. So like when I moved here at 24, I really was like, man, I don't want to, I don't want to get like kidnapped, murdered or raped or anything crazy. Cause I'm like, that's Spokane is known for that kind of shit. Like just super ignorant and like, and I, and I, after living here for like a year, I'm like, that's pretty safe. I mean, it's a shit like that happens anywhere everywhere so I mean you're gonna it just depends on like the people you're hanging out with or I guess the situations you put yourself in and or even sometimes that shit just happens just because you're in the wrong place at the wrong time dude and people are fucked up people are really fucked up to hurt somebody you know um but (laughs) where I grew up actually after the oil boom and a lot of people moved there murder is like a pretty regular thing now in North Dakota so, I mean, I had, I guess if I would have oh. stayed there, I would all this shit anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. And I, um, if we should really have, we should really have Jess on. Um, I don't want to ruin it because we're definitely going to have to have this episode. But her dad has interviewed a serial killer, a pretty big one. So. How? What? Okay. I want to know. <laughs> what, what? Okay. We don't have to add any of this, but. <laughs> That's really, oh, because her, didn't her dad work for the government? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That's so cool. I know. Was- so I'll have to have an episode all about that because she's obsessed with true crime. And I think it's really a white person thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I was I was watching TikTok last night and this guy was like, 
this is white people shit and went on a tangent about what white people do. He's like, murderers, white people shit. I'm like, for sure. <laughs> I think the only person of color murderer that I'm aware of as far as serial killers goes is the Grim Sleeper down in LA. Um, my sister-in-law worked a little portion of that case down in LA. She's a lawyer attorney down there. I think she worked on some of that case somehow. I don't know, but um, yeah, that's the only one I know. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it's a bunch of middle-aged white dudes, which whatever. <laughs> I think about this too sometimes, like how many people that we've general like come in contact, like just general situations, like going to the grocery store, walking past somebody, you know, a cashier or somebody we're driving next to on the interstate, like that person could be a serial killer or just somebody that's murdered somebody like, you know, and I always think, I know. I don't know. Yeah. There's a certain number of serial killers that are active at any given moment in the United States. So I don't like to think about it because I go to sleep thinking that I'm that this is the night that I die probably not healthy i probably need to see somebody about that but it's a thought that i have before i fall asleep you know i try not to put those kind of thoughts into the universe because i i feel like we tend to create our own future what is it premonitions i don't know self-fulfilling yeah. prophecy yeah hell yeah yep that, there you go that's it i'm smart sometimes Jess and I are on doing this challenge right now. We have seven days left. And these last seven days, we like change some things up. So it's super strict. And of course, this morning I w- wake up and I'm just like in a bad mood. You know, for no reason. You know what I mean? And then like, usually you start something like this. You're like, you want to have this energy and this like spunk and get up and go. And I woke up this morning and I was like, why is the sun shining? <laughs> What day are you on? Is this day one? Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're already like, this is day 14 of the challenge. We have seven days left, but we just kind of like changed this last seven days. It's a little stricter. It's called the trim seven. So, I mean, Jess and I both are down quite a bit of weight um, and I feel better like energy wise not just because of like what I see in the mirror but like energy wise I feel better but for some reason this morning I woke up and it was just like you yeah. know that movie death becomes her <laughs> I don't know I don't know that movie but I'll check it out um yeah I was gonna say I saw that Instagram post when when was that first picture Jesus you've lost quite a lot of weight oh my god the picture of that first picture on Instagram yeah that was five five years ago was it five four I don't know if I lose track of time four or five years ago um it was like as Jess and I were becoming friends and I was leaving this abusive toxic toxic relationship that I was in and I don't remember being that big you know like I don't remember looking at the mirror and being like damn I you packed some pounds on because like I kind of I didn't talk about this in in the Instagram post, but I mean, pre-divorce, you know, I was in the gym like four or five days. Um, Oliver was still really little and I just like dropped. I mean, I was 180 pounds when I was nine months pregnant with Oliver. And then within a couple of months, I was like back down to 140 like that. And I was fit. 
I wow. probably even had some abs, but you know, at that time when you're in your young twenties, you're like, I'm fat and I lose weight when you're like the skinniest you've ever been, you know? Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then I turned 21 and started drinking too, way too much. And I started eating all the bar food that was just pretty much free. And my schedule was, of course, you know, I worked from four to 2 a.m. Then I slept during the day and I just was, I was just like a garbage person. Um, so, mm-hmm. and the reason I found that picture is I was just scrolling through my phone. Uh, I was looking for something in particular and I came across that picture and I was like, fuck. Especially after, you know, the day before I took the last picture on Instagram, which was the one of me in the, just in my uh, sports bra. So it's crazy. Like, how do you not notice your body changing like that? I don't know. And I, I'm not sure. And I, and I've totally been there too. I think once you hit a certain age, it's so weird too. Cause I, I exactly what you're talking about. Like, I never thought like, Oh my gosh, I'm so fat when I was skinny, skinnier. But I was just like, yeah, I'm hella skinny. Like when is this, when is this like metabolism going to slow down? Like they say they're going to, and I swear to God, it would like happen overnight, but it kind of goes along with what you're saying. Like the way that you live, like this, if it's, if it's a stressful job, drinking too much partying like all those environmental factors play a huge role because it is it does kind of happen quick like you fall in love you guys just want to cuddle all the time hang out eat stressed out at work you come home you don't really want to do anything like it's just it is interesting too and it and then all of a sudden you're like damn I can't fit in these shorts (laughs) (laughs) there's a shorts I have that I'm like holding out for so for when I lose that little bit of weight but I, yeah, you've lost quite a bit of weight. It's, it's crazy. That's awesome. I think that's, that's really cool. And I think it's good that you guys are working out as a couple. Cause I hear that also helps with relationships. Couples that work out together, you know, generally have those healthy relationships. Cause it's so, so easy to kind of get backtracked if your partner's not like that supportive or you're not a supportive partner, it's hard for them. So. Yeah. And awesome. one of like the best parts of our relationship and also probably like the downfall of our relationship is that we get so committed into something together so whether that mean like us being lazy or us being active <laughs> we do we're committed and we're in it together so best and worst part because right now I mean we're both kicking ass dresses down almost 30 pounds you know what I mean oh, hell yeah and like I'll blame myself for her gaining those because I'm such a good cook <laughs> Well, it's nice to eat too. Eating is probably my favorite part of our relationship. I love eating too. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's fucking awesome. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, right? We're going to lose some viewers there. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I was on a meet. We were on a fucking meeting. And it was for this challenge, you know, a Zoom call. And there's, I don't know, 20, 30 of us. And one of our friends in there, um, they were doing like an unboxing of like all of like the gifts you can win for certain things, you know. And then one of our friends chatted into the group, I love, I love opening boxes or something like that. And she's gay. And I'm like, did she did not just type that with all of these women? Some are like soccer moms. <laughs> they probably didn't get it, but I immediately texted her, like, did you just say that? <laughs> She knew what she was saying. She knew what she was saying. I bet it flew over a lot of those women's heads, of course. But she knew what she was saying. That's not what we're talking about. A box. (laughs) Well, you guys, thanks for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed it. 
find us on where you listen to your podcast spotify apple like rate subscribe you know what to do uh you can follow us on instagram at weekly.awesome.podcast and on facebook at weekly awesome podcast send us any questions concerns topics you want to hear us talk about um at um either you know instagram facebook or weekly awesome podcast at gmail.com and we just hit 100 followers so keep them coming guys we love the support um and we like including you in things that we're doing so keep it up yes 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 how could i forget michaela she just um was our 100th follower um and she got our first merch which is a coffee mug that has our logo on it so every morning when she's drinking that cup of joe she can think of us (laughs) yeah (laughs) thanks michaela all right all right you guys thank you so much we'll talk to you next week